We don't beat you over the head with our opinion, and we listen to yours. The new face of talk radio, Voice America Women's Radio Network. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. This informative and entertaining show will start your mornings off on the right foot. Here's your host, Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. Welcome to the Catherine Zox Show. I am Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone on Voice America Women's Network. Good morning. Thanks for joining us this morning, and thanks for joining me and my co-host, Lauren Beller. Lauren, how are you this morning? I'm excellent, Catherine. How are you? I am excellent. Got over that horrible flu thing that I had for this you past week. You sound much better. Don't I? I mean, yeah. I don't have that cough ready to just, like, blast it over the airways. But anyway, <laughs> which is very embarrassing. I don't know. But anyway, I don't, I'm feeling so much better. And we're just going to get right into it this morning because we have our guest here, if you can believe it's 7 o'clock on Pacific time, but uh, still it's only 10 o'clock here in Eastern time, Oz Garcia. Now, he is called the Nutritionist to the Stars, Lauren. <clears throat> now, you haven't quite reached 50, but this book is about what you're getting there. I'm on the other side of 50. You're right before it, so we're the perfect candidates for Oz's book, Redesigning 50, The No-Plastic Surgery Guide. Guide to 21st Century Age Defiance, okay? And he doesn't say 50 is the new 30, I don't think. I'll have to ask God. <laughs> that would be nice, huh? It's just a better 50. And, I mean, he, is, he has international clientele, Fortune 500 companies, CEOs, film people, television people, the fashion elite, so we've got to hear what he has to say. Good morning, Oz. Nice to have you on the show. Good morning, ladies. How are you? Are you going to help us? I sure hope so. <laughs> I sure hope so, too. Okay, because I get sick of hearing that 50 is the new 30, because it really isn't. I mean, it, I like the way you define it. We just have to have a really good 50, so how do we do it? Well, well, it, it, there's just so much that, that we can take advantage of these days in order to have what I call um, more life. It's not necessarily that you're going to live a longer life, but, but the quality of life itself, how it is that your body can... Um, arrive at 50 and beyond in more or less what we call also um, 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 an ageless body, a body that, that has a high degree of, of, of responsiveness, biological autonomy, where you're not wearing down from, from premature aging infirmities because of the things that you don't know that you can take advantage of, the ways that you can use food when you get into your 50s. That's not about dieting. That's not about being on the next. South Beach program, the way that you exercise, the nutraceuticals, the supplements, the the um, the agendas of, of of stress management, sleep hygiene, and so on. So there are, are a lot of things that we can take advantage of that actually make us have um, um, an extraordinary fifty. And 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 I think that that's different than trying to to hold on to our twenties or thirties so much as finding that you can have a more efficient body. Regardless, you don't have to come apart. So what you're saying, Oz, is that you have to, first of all, accept that you are 50 and that your body changes. At least that's what I get from your book, too. And that, okay, because it changes, then we have to do different things in terms of our eating, as you say, our exercising, our managing our stress levels. One thing, will you address this? Because this is something no one wants to talk sure. about, but it is in your book. And it's like suddenly you turn 50 and then all of a sudden your whole body starts aching. You wake up and you're in pain and it's like, what happened to me? And I don't want to tell anybody about this because they're going to think I'm old. Well, there, there's changes that occur. I mean, we don't control inflammation as well. Uh, there are enzyme systems that produce uh, uh, healthy muscle. 
and, and those enzyme systems begin to really deteriorate muscle growth factor. Changes in our, in, in our own growth hormone. And women, of course, we know that estrogen and progesterone begins to fall away and then testosterone. Yes, we so, do know that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so it is a different body. But, but we've got great science. There's all that, that we can take advantage of in terms of bioidentical hormones for women, uh, the kinds of bioidentical, more precise hormones for men too. The ways that you can speak to your doctor and really come to understand that there are different moving parts that you need to pay attention to. How's my thyroid doing? Is it time to have a complete overhaul in that regard? Understanding that, that you need to be very strategic with your eating as, as you get into your 50s. you got to eat a lot less. You cannot metabolize as much as you did once before, and you need to eat with greater precision. The value of what you consume may matter, may matter much more in your 50s than ever before. So you have to be more attentive. You have to pay more attention to your body. It becomes a, a maybe an added job, I would say. Uh-huh. Um, at least that's my experience. But would you say, Oz, do you, I mean, you're going to go to your doctor, having, say, read your book, you have a lot of information about the things that you just mentioned, but should we go be going to other places too? Like, you know, you're a nutritionist, should we be going to spas? I mean, you know, maybe we have to add that to our repertoire. Well, to your, to your earlier remarks about um, coming to a point in our lives where we're aching a lot more and beginning to understand what's inflammation, I think that the kind of person that would be re- reading Redesigning 50, for instance, is interested in knowing a lot more, not just turning over um, your whole uh, you know, health profile and concern to a doctor, so much as, as, as putting together a community of, of support, understanding that you may have um, um, needs for a chiropractor, perhaps, or an acupuncturist, knowing that, that, that stretching is critical should you go to your local Y or, or fitness club and find out if yoga or Pilates is for you rather than pounding a treadmill all the time, seeing if uh, in, in conversations with your uh, physician, if it's a gynecologist, if, if, if certain hormone profiles are, are important for you to, to, to look at in terms of your blood work. Beyond that, knowing that, that even sleep changes, it becomes really critical to be more attentive to the quality of sleep that, that you get, how long you're sleeping, and, and, and knowing if there are things that you can take that are natural, that are progressive, that will help you have a better quality of sleep so you can regulate stress in your body. I think that's such great advice, and I think one thing, I think the, the whole key to this, which you just said, a community of support, and you do need that. And, and when you turn 50, I think if you think of it in terms of that, I think that this is, this is how you're going to get into this 21st century age defiance. I think that really works. You're so right. Community support, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It takes, and, didn't Hillary say it takes a village? <laughs> well, it takes a village for this too, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and, and I think you do have to be much more educated and, and, and know that there are different moving parts that you need to pay attention to now. What is oxidation? How does that affect my aging? What's happening to me when, when my energy is down? Is it a function of a number of things that I need, that I need to pay, pay attention to, such as, as elevated cortisol in my body? Um, is time away from work critical? Like you said before, what about the spa experience? Can I afford it in my budget? Or can I create a spa experience at home and, 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 put, it, and put it together so that there are times that I can actually rest my body, recuperate, and go do war another day? We're, we're so obligated that, that, that very few people in their 50s or 60s are thinking that they're going to retire. So really what you want to have is, is, like we said before, the community of support 
but knowing what the tools are that, that, that allow you to stay very relevant, look well, manage your metabolism so that you actually have good quality lean muscle mass as a consequence of how you're putting all of these things together. So, Oz, how does sex fit into the picture? Because you do have a chapter on sex and 50 and what happens because things do change at 50. Uh, you need a community of support in that arena, too. Let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, some of my clients that are in their 70s and, and, and in their 80s have uh, very active, extraordinary uh, personal, intimate lives. And, 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 and there, are, there are any number of things to pay attention to there. In, in addition, how well you can manage your circulation, understanding that being fit um, into your middle age plays a great role in terms of having an active sexual life. I think in, 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 in understanding the different things that are available beyond Viagra, but the, the, the different kinds of nutraceuticals that are really, really key in terms of having um, better performance, greater sensitivity, those things exist, and I think that you can study them. You can find out about them through our book. And, 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 and remember what I said before about bioidentical hormones. I think for many women, not understanding that, that even testosterone for women is critical, that there are ways that you can work with your GYN, um, inform them about these hormones, find out about the compounding pharmacies that produce them, and, and in a very healthy manner apply them because they will have a great impact on, on quality of, of, of sexual uh, performance and beyond that, the appetite. It may not be what it was when you were in your 20s, but it will still be a very important part of your life, and, and you'll find that, that, that it's critical and central to how happy and how well you are. Yeah, and I think it really it contributes to your well-being, and there's no question about that, and that you have to also be more creative as you get to be 50. But what you're there's saying no question is, about it. And, the, and the information, well, you've had a lot of experience, so you should be smarter and wiser and be able to do that. But as you say, expectation has a lot to do with it. You're not in your 20s. You're not going to have the same. You may have a very different, much more creative sex life when you're in your 50s, but in your book, you do describe, like what you said, nutraceuticals. You don't necessarily have to have Viagra. There are other choices, other options. Option. So I, this is a great book, and it's a, a great, uh, well, it's a, a pr- I don't know whether I would call it a Bible or a primer, but anyway, <laughs> you need to probably get at but probably both, right? Redesigning 50, the No Plastic Surgery Guide to 21st Century Age Defiance, Oz Garcia, and Oz, your website is, what, just it's ozgarcia.com, right? That's correct, ozgarcia.com. We have a lot of information about the book and many of the other things that I think have great relevance and importance for, you, uh, importance for your listeners. Yeah, well, you have a great population, 78 million baby boomers, so you are on the right track. There's Precisely. no question. Yeah, we need you. Thanks so much for being on the show this morning. Oscar Thanks, Garcia. ladies. Yeah, have a thanks day. for having me. Thanks for having you. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me. I need the information. But, Lauren, that was fantastic. It's a great book, really. It's really, uh, it gives you, just as he said, I mean, it's really quite, um, extensive in terms of the things that you can do and some of the alternatives for the aching body, for instance, for your sex life, all of those kinds of things, but keeping in shape and uh, that community of support. I like the whole concept of redesigning. Like It's not like rehauling. It's redesigning. Right. <laughs> design, yes, design has a much better feel to it, doesn't it? It's Definitely. Creative. Yeah. And it, yes, it's all about creativity. We're going to take a break now, right now. Lauren Beller with Catherine Zox on Voice America Women's Network. Thanks for joining us this morning. I'm your social worker with a microphone.
talk with you, not at you. We're Voice America, Women's Radio Network, the new face of talk radio. Ladies, are you looking for a place where you can talk candidly about anything and everything? Well, here it is. Timeless Women Speak on the Voice America Women's Channel. We'll talk about sexuality, age-proofing your career, finding your passion and purpose, keeping your brain power, keeping your marriage fresh, dating for grown-ups, plastic surgery, surviving our beauty culture, and much more. Tune in Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific to Timeless Women Speak with Dr. Nancy O'Reilly on the Voice America Women's Channel. Experts say everybody is addicted to something. Did you know that addiction affects about 15% of our country's middle class population? How many people do you know who are dependent on some kind of substance? Would you guess your friends, your neighbors? How about your family? You may be surprised. Many of us live with chronic pain, which has made us drug dependent, prescription drug dependent. Others struggle with alcohol, methamphetamine, and cocaine addiction. Do you have a chronic pain problem? There is another way out. Tune in each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern Time for a new prescription for health with Dr. Richard Gracer on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Radio that talks with you, not at you. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. You're listening to The Catherine Zoff Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Back to The Catherine Zoff Show. I'm Catherine Zoff with my co-host Lauren Beller. And good morning, and thanks for joining us this morning on Voice America Women's Network. I'm your social worker with the microphone. So, Lauren, well, you've got to see, you have all this information before you turn 50, so there's no excuse for <laughs> I you. I can start you, now. You can start now. You have to start. Well, you do start now. You, you, at the end of the show last week, you were talking about your triathlon. Um, I haven't have, committed yet. I haven't committed yet. Oh, okay. So you're just what? You're a little bit, you don't think you can do it? Time, what? Body, <laughs> working? What? <laughs> I'm trying to decide if the run is worth the pain in the knees, you know, because it hurts my knees to run. So I'm trying to decide if and I also went to the chiropractor and he gave me exercises to do. So I'm doing them to see if I can build up the muscle he thinks is the issue. So I'm just, I'm getting myself in shape, but, you know, we have a month. And you don't want to destroy your body in the process. No, I don't want to. I'm even no. thinking it might be smart just to, like, really work on the next year and get myself really a top-notch condition compared to, I mean, I'm in good shape. And... I, there's just so much more I could do. So I'm really, I'm toying with it. We'll see. I'll know in another week or two. All right, you'll make your decision then. Good. I will, yeah. yeah. Did you see, this is Wall Street Journal. I, this is just right up your alley. How stay-at-home moms are filling an executive niche. Did you see that? I just heard about it. My husband just emailed me. He's a cool guy. See, he's right on top of things. And you're always criticizing him. And he's not even there. And he's like <laughs> feeding you information for, for your work in the show. He's good. No, hey, he Rob, is good. you are good. Yeah, I'm going to give him some credit because we're always like bashing the guys. But no. So it is. It was a great article. You need to read it. It, it takes these women who have been re- executives, big, you know, lawyers, doctors, or worked in big companies, most of them actually are, have worked for uh, major companies, you know, working with, two, in this article, $2 billion in assets, uh, kinds of businesses that they've been in. Now they're at home with their kids, and, you know, there is some downtime, and they use these women to do projects at home 
uh, for some of the big companies or even do online training programs for uh, women in, uh, in companies, and they can just do it online uh, in tele, you know, teleclasses, telecommunication, all of that. It's such a great idea. It's such, I mean, I'm seeing, it's funny, I have to tell this, this is a really funny story. I'm seeing a ton here in Austin. There's a lot of people that work from home here. Now, whether they're entrepreneurs or they're um, employees of companies, there's a lot of work-at-home people. It's just amazing. But this is a funny story. I'm in the grocery store the other day, and I say to Sierra, hmm, Sierra, where is Daddy's cereal? And I hear this other woman, like an echo, Alex, where is Daddy's cereal? (laughs) Well, it ends up that she and I are like, we're dressed alike. We have two kids, each one kid, both the same age. Hers is a boy, mine's a girl. And we end up literally down the street from each other. And there was so much. She worked from home. I worked from home. I haven't gotten, she and I just started emailing. But um, there was so many, we had the same stuff. Every time we'd go to pick something up off of a grocery shelf, we were buying this, like our hands were hitting the same products. See, that says weird. a lot. That says a lot. When you look in somebody's grocery basket and you see that they've got the same stuff that you have, you know you're on the same wavelength. Well, the funny she ended up working from home and working. I can't. I haven't figured out yet if it's her own business or if it's she's like a contract employee. I haven't figured it out. But there, is, I can't tell you how many people here work from home, which is so smart because traffic in not just this city, but I think every city across this country is really getting brutal. Yeah, well, that's one reason, but you're taking all the, I think the main reason, especially as this article pointed out, you have a lot of, a really talented pool of women. Absolutely. Who, have, who can, who can be offering their services, not necessarily volunteer, making some money, not the kind of money they made when they were in corporate America, but still making money, making contributions. Here are some of the websites, flexibleexecutives.com, flexibleresources.com, flex, experienceconsulting.com, and here's one for you, momcore.com, on-ramps.com. So, I mean, and you can go, if you go online, I guess, and look up the Wall Street Journal, you can get uh, a list of these also. But, I mean, it's just, I just think it's just, you know, it's something that's obviously going to get bigger and bigger because, I mean, there are more and more young women who have had the experience 10 15, even exactly. 20 years of, of, of that, those kinds of corporate experiences. That hasn't been the case up until now. No, it's true. And yesterday I, got, I, was, I was looking for a reference for somebody, and I was speaking to this woman on the phone. She lives in Baton Rouge, and she was 48 years old with a 6-year-old, and um, she was in the same boat. You know, here's a woman that is – I don't think she's home with this little girl I think she does work part-time but she was saying that you know she works from home she works from home but works you know what I'm saying she, she works from home but works she's not not working I'm not being clear but I'm sorry about that so she was she's back and forth but she was saying how awesome her long she was choosing to work from home and I think that we have a lot of we talked about this a couple with you and I have talked about this many times that there's a lot of older moms and because of that I think we have you know 10 20 years experience in the workforce and really good working people and now they're saying well how can I do both yeah and that that's a, there's a difference between that the older moms with the experience in the workforce high level high paying jobs to women younger women who have their babies stay at home maybe starting new businesses entrepreneurial businesses but maybe haven't really had a lot of experience necessarily in the corporate world so it's a different it's a different demographics it's a different group of women doing different kinds of things yeah also, Lauren, did you know that May is Mental Health Month? No. Well, you should. But you would know that. I would know, but you should do. You're a coach. You should know this. 
And uh, here's the, this was a survey that just came out. This is the Mental Health America releases a new national survey exploring stress and social relationships in America and the benefits of emotional support. And the survey kicks off 2008 Mental Health Month themed Get Connected, Get Connected. And that's kind of what we're talking about now. To, and they emphasize the important role social connectedness plays in maintaining and protect, protecting mental health and wellness. And it that's interesting. Isn't it? it doesn't matter how you get connected, but you just got to stay connected. Well, that's what this woman that I was speaking to in Baton Rouge yesterday, and so, by the way, as I'm sitting here in front of my computer, an email comes right up on my, from her. So that's the craziest thing. But her whole thing is about the value of social networks and that women um, are, need to get better at building our own social network. We're naturally good at it, but we're not good at it to use it for our own benefit. So we do it for our children. We get them connected in every activity. We help our husbands or our partners connected in business and whatever, but we tend to put ourselves last. Exactly. We're the last priority. But if we stay connected, and that's going to help our mental health and lower our stress levels, then we're going to be able to help our, the rest of the family and, um, and you know, maintain our mental health. I mean, that's really important. That's really important. And it, the, what I'm finding for me, the more I'm connected in all areas of my life, like if I, as long as I, when I feel like I have a support person, I don't mean like I'm going to lean on the person necessarily, like I can't do it myself, but reaching out to say, you know, I've just accomplished this task or I've just done this, that in more areas of my life when I have a network of people to rely on or to bounce things off of, I'm more successful. Well, here's the challenge, and this is the challenge. It's, it's just what you're talking about. This month, Mental Health America challenges each American to the Mental Health Connection Challenge to build his or her social support network by making five, and I'm emphasizing five, positive and life-fulfilling connections. Okay, so we're putting a number on it, ladies. I love that. Five, five, because I think it's, you know, when you talk, okay, I'm going to be connected, I'm going to do this a little too kind of, amorphous and we don't do it and, you know, we just, well, I'll call this person. No, five. You, and two, whatever five works for you, different for each person, right? And who is recommending we do five? The Mental Health America. Mental uh-huh. Health America, yes. This comes from Mental Health America. This was like a big survey that they did because this is Mental Health Month. Got it. And if you, yeah, so if you want to go to the, their website, go to mentalhealthamerica.net. Excellent. Slash, yeah, slash go slash surveys. So I think um, it is a big. I mean, I think women are better at reaching out these days for business, um, even for health. I'm hearing more. Maybe it's just where I'm living, but more and more people have personal trainers. You know, so I think that those are two like really okay accepted areas to have support, health, and career. But all the other was. You I'll know, tell you, I know when I'm desperate, Lauren. When I can't wait till my cleaning lady comes because I need somebody right. to talk to. And that's, that's really, pretty bad. That's pretty sad. And I like her, but it's not that. But, you know, I'm like looking uh, looking out the window so that there'll be somebody in the house that I can connect to. <laughs> and that's not a good thing. So maybe that's a marker. That's something ladies think about if that's what's happening. You know, you can't wait till the postman or the postwoman comes to get the mail or deliver the mail. Uh, a huge sign. Those are all signs that you need to get connected and you need to make at least five connections. I don't think that's asking too much. Well, if you had to make five, what would you – well, you're connected. So oh, very much so. Yeah. I've definitely made a point to be sure that I have connections in every area of my life. So what do you suggest for your clients? Let's say if you had to take five different areas to connect on. So that well, to, I, yeah. I think that there's eight areas of our life. There's the health, there's career, there's money, there's your significant relationship, there's family and friends, and there's your, like, your play, recreation, your environment, which is like your, your physical space. And I also think there's that personal or spiritual growth piece. That, so I think that it's 
easy to start thinking about what are the five areas or people when you start to break up your life into those segments. All right, so if you do that, but you like sort of like a, make a big circle and just cut out pieces of the pie, those are your different areas. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, and then pick from, and then under those, there are a zillion categories you can pick from, right? Exactly. You know, say connected depending on, you know, where you live, if you live in a city, if you live in the country, you know, whether you're physically isolated, all of those things come into play too, right? Absolutely. And you know, you these days, whether you have a child, these days with electronic media, it's just so easy to find people to connect with. I find people through business both, clients and support people and family friends, not family, I don't find family, but, you know, friends, I meet new people. Family's right there and you're right there. You don't have to go looking for them. Yeah, I'm just saying the category. It's oh, true. The they are right yeah. in my backyard. But, um, you know, I do, I, I also like to maintain my connection with my friends and my family. And sometimes I was feeling once I moved to this new location, I didn't have them. I'm like, I need to make some friends, you know? Yeah. You also have to make an effort. You really have to do that. I mean, as you say, your family is there, but you need to make sure that you you call them or you need to make sure that you do – you have to keep up with these relationships. And sometimes you don't feel like doing it, but you need to do that because that's all about maintaining the connections. And I think sometimes people kind of – don't do that, and then all of a sudden they've, they've lost a connection either to a family or to a friend or, or, or whatever. So it really is important. You have to stay on top of things. You have to be, you have to be aware and, and cognizant of it. You, it just doesn't happen. I, it's, a, it's about being conscious of what do I, how do I want to design my life, going back to the word design. You know, how do I want to design my life so that I have the support network in place that will help me get to the, best, the next best place for myself? Be aware and be, uh, I said cognizant, what did you say? You used another, be conscious. Be conscious, yeah. Conscious, you have to be conscious and you have to have intention and purpose. And sometimes you feel like, oh, I wish I didn't have to do that. Everything would just happen and it would be spontaneous. But it doesn't. Because it doesn't. It's a, it's a complex world. It's a complicated world. Things have really changed, I think, since the Internet and all of these. So you really do have to kind of plan ahead if you want to make sure that that all of this go, you know, does happen, that you do well, in this case, we're talking about connectedness, but it's real important. It's really important. I, was, I loved speaking to this woman yesterday that was all about social networks and the importance of them. And she was coming from a very academic place, but it was so feeding what we're talking about today that, you know, if there's an area of your life that's sort of lacking, who can I reach out to to support me to grow this particular area? Like, who, who's the specialist, if you will? Exactly. A specialist, what is a community of support? We need the specialist. Anyway, uh, it's uh, t- we're going to say uh, take a short, short break right now. Lauren Beller, Catherine Zox, on Voice America Women's Network. I'm your social worker with a microphone, and uh, we'll be back uh, in a minute. radio that informs, entertains, and enlightens you. Voice America, Women's Radio Network. Wake up and chat. He'll get you out of your head. 
JackLavane.com presents Jack Lavane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. Each week, Jack is joined by Elaine Lavane and his nephew, bodybuilder, kinesiologist, and personal trainer, Chris Lavane, to answer your questions and help you overcome your fitness roadblocks. That's three times the diet and fitness know-how, three times the entertainment. Tune in every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific to Jack Lavane Live on the Voice America Health and Wellness Radio Network. We all have issues. Parenting, addictions, disorders, anxiety, stress. How do we expand on what's working and improve what's not? Let Quantum Leaps with Beth Wilson bring you a high-energy approach to personal growth and creative life change. Listen every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Women's Channel. Let Beth bring you back to sanity with a blend of humor and perspective so you can make the change you need. Quantum Leaps with Beth Wilson, Thursdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, here on Voice America Women's Channel. For the most current and up-to-date information and options in childbearing, family health, and parenting, tune in to Celeste Ranese's Timely Topics in Childbirth, broadcasting every Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you don't know your options, you don't have any. We don't beat you over the head with our opinion, and we listen to yours. The new face of talk radio, Voice America Women's Radio Network. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Welcome back to The Catherine Zox Show. I'm Catherine Zox with Lauren Zeller, and you are listening to the Voice America Women's Network, your social worker with a microphone. Lauren, I've got to say something. I I, I promised, and I told you this last week, I had um, a whole new water system put in my house. Talk yep. about, you know, yep. with Oz Garcia, you have to be careful your skin and your yep. hair yep. and, you know, be more attentive to it. Well, I, I, my water, this water in this neighborhood that I live in, uh, is really hard water, and, and it's very bad for your hair and your skin. And I decided, you know, having turned 50, uh, I better do something about it. Pay attention to it. It's, you know, don't keep talking about it and complaining. So I called the Culligan man. I think he's listening. I told him that he said he's going to listen. Uh, to You know, I need help, right? So he came up. They put a new system in so that I have soft water or that soften the water and the, and the other, the drinking water has the right kinds of consistency in terms of, it's like, Poland spring water now. Yep, yep. And it's fantastic. It's great. So I'm Is it much better? It. Can you wash your hair with like the water that comes out rather than dumping cold bottles on it now? Ye- yes, you can. <laughs> I, I actually, I had just, I mean, I did that for a month and I had really had, you know, had had it taking that Poland spring big tanks of water in the in the shower. I don't know how you did that. I would have done that once and never again. I would have well, called the man the next day. Okay, well, I called the Culligan man. He did. He came up. He fixed my problem, and I do notice a difference. You Isn't it notice, amazing? Yeah, you can notice it on your skin. Hugely. And especially on my hair, because it's not like the, when you come out and you, you know, with that hard water, your hair is just like really dry. So it really is good stuff, and it does work. So I, did. So I have to know, no, are you drinking... Do you drink bottled water, or do you now drink your tap water? I can drink my tap water. I need, cool. don't need to buy bottled water, which so is So much awesome. better. So much better. And Lauren, good because, well, first of all, it's less expensive in the long run. 
maybe not in the short run, but in the long run it is. And also, you're really helping the environment exactly. because you're not all those plastic. Those, exactly. That's, that's the worst stuff for the environment, those big plastic canisters of water, even the small ones. Um, so you're doing, and you're helping yourself. So I guess that's like a three points there for me, right? Definitely. Yeah, yeah. definitely. There's so much one person could do. I, I think that's good on so many accounts, but that's excellent. Yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm doing my part and I'm doing good stuff for myself. And actually, they have this very nice. You have to put a different, you know, another faucet on in your kitchen, like a different. And they have a choice of three different kinds, and one of them actually almost matched mine to perfect. Well, that's important too, what my kitchen looks like. So um, I have another faucet that looks very much like what I already have, you know, for the new drinking water thing, and it, and it works well. So I'm in good shape. Excellent. It yes. changes, changes your world. It changes my world. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what are you doing for your health? Uh, I do a lot. You know, I'm realizing the other night I was watching some uh, environmental, you know, what you can do to help your the things you can do, and you're speaking to it. You know, what, and I realize that we are a pretty well-run. My husband is funny. He will he'll say to me, you don't shut off lights enough, but yet he drives this big SUV, you know. I'm like, you know what? We both offset each other. I like the lights on. I like to feel like the house is lived in and the lights are on when it's dark. And so we have this thing back and forth. He's always shutting lights off on me, and I'm, you know, trying to walk to the grocery, not to the grocery store, but to the little convenience store to go get a snack or something. You know, it's funny. So um, I feel we are, we are very environmentally conscious. And, and then I say, okay, what else could we do? Like I'm trying to not use those grocery bags, you know, when you get the plastic bags at the store and recycle the bags. So am I, but, you know, that's almost impossible because uh-huh. if you go and you have all this food, you know, you can't be carrying, I mean, how do you do that? You well, I to- bought the, um, you know, the recycled bags, the um, big canvas bags. And our store now, if you, they'll go, if you bring in three plastic bags, you get one recyclable bag that's, you know, a cloth bag for free. I'm trying to do that, too, and I actually bought three of them. And I bought six of them, and I gave three to each one of my kids, and so now I don't have any left, but now I'm going to have to go back and do that because that, too, is the same thing. I mean, it's constant. I mean, I forget what it is, but, like, multi-millions of dollars, uh, billions, millions of plastic that goes into our environment each day just from the grocery store. Isn't it store. amazing? Yeah, yeah and they're, they say that they don't break down at all. So that's just that's one in particular. Um, the other, I just, you know, Rob's, you know what he does? He unplugs our appliances. Makes me crazy. But um, he does, you know, he says that if you unplug your appliances, you actually save a lot of energy and electricity. I read that the other day, that the juice is still coming in, even if you haven't turned exactly. it on. Is that yeah. It? Isn't that Although, amazing? I, I didn't have to know be, that. Well, here's some advice, though. Be careful, because when you start, like, say, you keep unplugging the toaster oven you, or the coffee pot, um, you then you kind of sometimes you can destroy or ruin the plug itself, you know, because you keep pull, taking it in and pulling it out and putting it back exactly, in. Exactly, yeah. And you can cause a short, so you do have to be careful of that, too. But, uh, yes, I mean, there are lots of ways, but it's kind of like a hit or miss thing. It seems to me we need more of a, a concerted, I think it's beginning to happen, effort on our part as a country to do something about this. Um, Pat Robertson and... Um, did a commercial, you know, Reverend Pat Robertson, he's on the right, with uh, the, what, Al Sharpton on the left. you know who Al Sharpton is? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, okay. How could you not? Have you seen the commercial? There's the two yes, of them Yes, I love that commercial. On the couch, on the beach. I do, I love yeah. it. I mean, you talk about bringing two very different people together for the same purpose, and that's to save our planet. I think that was a really cool ad. It's a great ad. It's, yeah. one, it's very smart. And I'm not a big TV watcher. I was actually glad to have caught that ad. 
I'm a big TV watcher. I love TV. And now that I have my huge flat screen, oh, you're addicted. TV, yeah, yeah, I'm addicted. I love it. I see. I, I am truly addicted to this thing. And I was the one who didn't want it. Everybody convinced me to get it, and I got it. And I, but I don't know if it was such a good thing because now I'm, I. I, I am. This is. I am addicted to it. I have to say. I mean, I just. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. And, that, and that's. I don't think that's good for the environment either. I don't think that's good for you. I think there's radiation that comes. Oh, from those that, I agree. Teeth, I think teeth. it's probably right about that. Is I hate right? to yeah. say that. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely. But I like to leave the lights on in the house too. Yeah, I do my like ex, that. You know, my ex-father-in-law used to say, "There's plenty of time for it to be dark when you're six feet under." I always remember him saying that, and I kind of have that feeling myself. I want the house lit up. I Me want too. light. Yeah, I don't want to live in darkness. I mean, you know, you have to, as you say, you you pick where you want to save your energy, and that's not one place where I will do it. Me, it's very interesting. He also will keep. It's you know, we already have air conditioning on. Believe it or not, in Texas. And I really dislike it. I will. I want the air conditioning on for as short as possible, and the heat on for as short as possible. So, um, whether that's a, that's my like, I just like the fresh air. And it's interesting. He leaves. He's gone for the week, as always. So I turn the air conditioning off, and he comes home and turns it on. And I say, wait, wait, wait. Who's spending more energy now? It's funny. We have this little energy tiff back and forth. So here's another. Uh, point of contention between couples today that, that never existed before the, the energy it is a big yeah, one it, yeah it is it is like how you and people really do have different things that will one you know everybody has a different thing that they're willing to give up let's face it that's just and the way it very, is. men and women are very different on it i know that you know he gets warmer than i do more easily i'm always cold you know so there is there's a very different place as to where they we think we should be quote saving Exactly, and my, my, I'm not going to be, I always get cold too, so I want the heat up. But see, that's why I live by myself, and no one wants to live with me, because I'm not going to compromise I, I, wait, This is the first I'm hearing. It's that you want to live by yourself, and no one wants to live with you. That This is new information for me. Oh, no, it's true. I mean, I, 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 I just don't I want I thought it was you didn't want to live with them. Well, I don't. I mean, it works both ways. I, I'd still rather be sitting here by myself, you know, waiting for the cleaning lady to come. I was just going to say, so waiting for the cleaning lady. <laughs> No wonder you're on the radio now. You can talk to all of us. I know. And, you know, it's amazing. If I'm not talking, I'm not happy. I mean, I'm on the radio all the time. I get off, I have to get on my cell phone and call somebody. Oh, you're so funny. That's right brain stuff. That's women stuff, isn't it? Like having to be connected, having to, I mean, that's all there, I think. Yeah, part of it. But I also have, I'm at the other extreme where my phone's ringing and I just won't answer it. Sorry, I just don't feel like talking. All done. Oh, I'll do that too. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. which is great. And then you just, yeah, because you, you, I, you know, when I just, I want to talk when I want to talk, not when somebody else wants to talk. Yeah, yeah. Guarding, what is it? Not guarding your time, but you really have to. Here's another one. You really have to make sure that you're using your time in the way that you want to do it, and you have to protect yourself. And you really even have to protect yourself from people who care about you, and and who. I mean, like friends who call you when it's convenient for them, and you exactly. can understand why. But it may not be convenient for you, so you have to do like what you're talking about. Don't answer the phone. You don't just because it rings doesn't mean you have to answer it. You have to protect your time, and you have to make sure that it's 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 good for you, not just good for somebody else. And I think that's difficult to do sometimes. I definitely think it's difficult, but I think it's significant in helping take care of yourself. Take, exactly, taking care of yourself, and that includes the the. Well, we've talked about this, but the emails, telephone, um, people, others wanting to impose on your time and do it when 
it's good for them and it's not good for you. So you have to be very, very deliberate about not doing that and organizing your time the way you want to do it. And uh, there's just so many distractions out there that you can – I feel when I'm getting sucked into it, I, I feel it and I'm angry at myself or like maybe answering the phone when I knew I didn't want to do oh, it. I did that last night. Yeah. Yeah, I was, Sierra just had gotten out of the tub and, um, you know, she's wrapped in a towel and she's yelling for this, she wants this, and the phone's ringing and I think it's Rob because he's traveling and he always usually calls about that time of night, so I'm thinking, oh, I better grab it so he doesn't, you know, wonder what's going on. I grab it, it's not him, and this woman just starts off talking and doesn't even ask, like, just goes on and on and on. <laughs> Hang up on her. <laughs> Finally, I was Hang like, up. I've got to go, I will call you back, you know. And then the phone rings again, and it is Rob on the other line. I'm like, oh, my God, this is just too crazy. (laughs) That's my life. But that's not just my life. It's every, you know, so many people's lives. Yeah, exactly. So you do it. You have to just click, hang up the phone. Well, that's what I started to do to some of these uh, people who call for, you know, selling things and stuff. I really get angry. I mean, I really have no tolerance for it now, so I really go after them. I mean, Aren't you on the do not call list? I'm on it, but it's been such a long time that I think I have to get on it again. I, I you know, well, I just started getting calls again, too. I'm wondering if I have to go back on and do it again. Yeah, I think I do, cause, but I, I go after those people. They hang up first. I, <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah, because I've got a whole repertoire. I have like three or four little scenarios that I do to people when they call me trying to sell me something. And <laughs> I I can almost bring them to tears. And so I get, the, you know, they don't know they're talking to someone who's on the radio all the time who that's what they do for a living, talk. So uh, they're always surprised. And it, 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 now I'm starting to have fun with it a little bit. So oh, you are so funny. Callers. Remind me live. not to call you selling you something. No, well, you never do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's why I like I am. I'm getting into this I am thing. I think that's very cool, too. It's like an easy way to communicate, and you don't have to say too much. And, and you know, it's uh, – and if you don't want to answer it, you don't have to either. Exactly, yeah. Right? It is, I, am. I like I am. Yeah, I am and starting to text a lot, too. I know. I, I, I haven't gotten texts from you. I don't think I've gotten – but I'm noticing who to communicate with, with which mode. So do you text a lot? Um, I did, I actually, for the first time last month, almost exceeded my limit on my cell phone. All right, so I'm going to start texting you. We've got 30 seconds left. <laughs> We're going to, but we'll be back because we have our next guest who is Heidi Murkoff. She has written the number one best-selling pregnancy book, What to Expect When You're Expecting. I'm Catherine Zock. Great book. You read it with Lauren oh. Deller. Voice America Women's Network, thanks for joining us this morning. Don't go away. two ladies is that defining line between been there done that and ain't going back baby yeah i've heard them call you yuppies and baby boomers maybe even dolls babes darling sugar and sweetheart but i say that women are truly amazing join dr marlene for amazing women brains beauty and style every wednesday at 1 p.m pacific right here on the voice america women's radio network did you smile today 
A healthy, attractive smile shows confidence and will give others a great first impression. Tune in to Dr. Chad for Smile Radio. If you have a question that you've always wanted to ask your dentist but were afraid to, Dr. Chad is here to help. Did you know there's a strong connection between oral health and general health and well-being overall? Join us every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for Smile Radio with Dr. Chad. Ladies, what are you willing to do to live the life of your dreams? Are you willing to start today? If your answer is yes, even if you are just mildly curious, you've got to tune in to Wise Divas with life coach and host Teresa Proctor each Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Women's Radio Network. Start living your wildest dream today. We talk with you, not at you. We're Voice America, Women's Radio Network, the new face of talk radio. You're listening to The Catherine Zox Show on the Voice America Women's Channel. If you'd like to join our conversation this morning, call now. The toll-free number is 866-472-5788. That number again is 866-472-5788. Show on Voice America Women's Network with Lauren Deller, my co-host. I'm your social worker with the microphone, and thanks for joining us this morning. And joining us this morning is Heidi Murkoff. She's the senior contributing editor and columnist for Baby Talk and Parenting Magazines, frequent guest on CNN, The Today Show, CBS Early Show, and now on my show. And she's the author of the best-selling pregnancy book, What to Expect When You're Expecting. And this is a new book because it's been completely, it's new and revised, and Heidi conceived the idea for what to expect when you're expecting during her first pregnancy when she discovered that most books only added to her questions and worries and determined to write a guide that would help expectant parents sleep better at night. That's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, we can just stop there. There are so many things that you did do and accomplish in this book. So welcome to the show. Uh, nice I, sound ha- I, I sound like I should be really tired at this point. Yes. <laughs> I've been very busy, apparently. <laughs> very busy. I mean, look at all the things you've written and done, and at the same time, you have two children. So, okay, what do we expect? You know, I was talking to a young mother, and I know I'm a lot older than you are, but, um, you know, she said there's just all kinds of new things, ha- you know, when you're expecting, when you give birth. And I thought, well, what are they? So you tell us. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what can you expect when you're expecting? Yeah. I think you can safely say you can expect the unexpected because there's, there's no telling what you will expect when you're expecting because every pregnancy, like every baby that follows, every pregnant body is different. So the idea of what to expect when you're expecting is to cover pretty much every scenario that you could encounter during pregnancy, but there are so many. Yeah, right, let's talk about some of the top five, for instance, that most women will encounter, let's say, at least in one of their pregnancies. Well, morning sickness is very, very common, but it's not a given. Not every pregnant woman experiences it. There are some lucky few that who escape it. Um, heartburn and being bloated and, and constipated. Um, you know, there, there's hemorrhoids. There's all kinds of fun things you can look forward to. But a lot of things are, are those are, are the ones that we hear the most about. Um, what we maybe don't hear about and what might be unexpected are some seemingly random um, symptoms that, that appear to be unrelated to pregnancy. So, okay, all of a so sudden, what are some of those? All of a sudden your nose is all stuffy. 
uh, and you're snoring. So what's up with that? You don't give birth through your nose. What has this got to do with pregnancy? Um, but the the, uh, the reason behind that is all the, the mucous membranes in your body swell during pregnancy. Among them, the ones in your nose. Your, your feet widen. Now, why do your feet widen? It's because all the, the ligaments and joints in your body are loosening up to prepare for childbirth. You're not giving birth with your feet. But these are unrelated body parts. That, and you know, um, Heidi, you uh, and you talk about those, and you're talking about it now and in the book. Those are the things that your physician doesn't always tell you. So you know, and some of it can even frighten you if you're not prepared. Well, absolutely. And and the idea of what to expect is you can turn to it in the middle of the night when yet another one of these crazy pregnancy symptoms has you stressed out and is keeping you from sleeping. Um, it could be a little twinge or or a cramp. Um, it could be that funny metallic taste in your mouth. Um, it could be the fact that you're all of a sudden you all of a sudden feel like you're losing your mind. Uh, the pregnant brain shrinks eight <laughs> percent. Believe it or not, um, well, which is an interesting phenomenon. But you know that metallic thing. I had that. I had that with at least two pregnancies, and yeah. I had no idea. I mean, exactly. if I had your book, I would have known, but I didn't. And, exactly. You know, yeah, and it's like very yeah, weird. Yeah, it, it's it's not that that knowing that these symptoms are normal makes them go away, but it helps you. Realize that you're not alone, that these, these, you're not losing your mind, you're not going crazy. These are actually legitimate physiological side effects and, and, and byproducts and symptoms of pregnancy. So Heidi, also you talk about in the book, and I'm a social worker, so I was curious about this panic attacks when you're pregnant, that, that that's maybe more common than we think. Well, all kinds of mood swings are very common uh, during pregnancy. Um, and for a lot of women, it's just sort of amped up PMS. Um, that's normal, but but some women suffer from depression either prior to pregnancy or during pregnancy, um, and that's the kind of thing that does actually need medical attention. Um, so if you're feeling some ups and some downs, that's normal. You're feeling a little anxious, that's normal too because, yeah, when you're pregnant, you're, you've got a lot of things on your mind. Um, you're worrying about just about everything. Um, that's Did you normal. call your but mother? If you're, if you're actually getting a panic attack, then you should speak to your doctor about that. There's, there are there's therapies that can be used during pregnancy. Now, Heidi, what about, I mean, when you, I mean, if you have your book, does this, this kind of, then that precludes you don't have to call your mother-in-law or your own mother, <laughs> like in the middle of the night, or what do you do? Because, I mean, you do hear all these, and you talk about these, I mean, do we call them old wives' tales? Not even old wives' tales. Your girlfriends tell you all these stories. And, just uh, and you read them on the Internet, too. There are Internet legends. Um, in addition to old wives' tales these days, you, and you can't necessarily believe everything you read, you certainly can't believe everything you hear. Um, we actually cover a lot of these in the book. Interestingly, some of the, the, the old, so-called old wives' tales turned out to be true. Um, one of them is that uh, if you have a lot of heartburn, your baby's going to have a lot of hair. Sounds like it came straight from the old wives' archives, but in fact, um, researchers have recently found that the same hormones that are responsible for heartburn are responsible for the growth of fetal hair. So uh, it, it, it did sound like a, an old wives' tale for all, the, all these years, and yet it turns out to be true. So, Heidi, what are some of the ones that are going that are on the net now that are really common that we have that really you have to debunk? I mean, and that you debunk in the book that really aren't true. I mean, and you have to be careful that you don't take them as as gospel. Well, for one thing, uh, a lot of people are under the impression that uh, fish has to be off the menu when you're expecting. And, you know, it's true that you have to fish selectively because there are fish that are higher in mercury, those you need to stay away from when you're pregnant, and that would include swordfish and fresh tuna steaks. 
um, shark, um, tilefish. But uh, fish is actually an amazing source of omega-3 fatty acids that are vital to baby's brain development, uh, especially in the third trimester of baby's brains growing over time. So you should go fish, fish selectively for salmon, uh, tilapia, flounder, sole, smaller ocean fish like anchovies. If you've got a craving for an anchovy pizza, go for it. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's one of the, the myths that, that, uh, that is going around. And okay, it seems so like it's based in scientific fact, and yet it's uh, somewhat misguided. So you have to be discriminating. Now, this is another thing I notice a lot of the young pregnant women, I think, which is a good thing, they look like they're in such great shape, and they must be exercising because they don't <laughs> have, like, the big fat arms that I had or, yeah. the big, you know, that neck you can't even, and I'm a little person, right? But uh, they just look like they just have just baby there, so they must be doing something differently now than they did, let's say, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, it's certainly more women are staying fit. Uh, during pregnancy. I think that has a lot to do with the images we're seeing coming out of Hollywood. Um, and, and the clothes that pregnant women are wearing are very clingy. You know, yep. you're not or hide- not wearing. <laughs> exactly. You're not <laughs> hiding that belly uh, and those breasts in, you know, under yards and yards of polyester anymore. And you know, don't you think, Heidi, that has a lot to do with the way you feel about yourself because you're not hiding? I mean, that whole concept that you had to hide this ugly body uh, is kind I, of gone. Exactly. And I, and I think that pregnancy is perceived now as beautiful. The, the, the curves are beautiful. It's, it's never been sexier to be pregnant. And women are wearing their bellies proudly. You know, bellies come in all shapes and sizes. They're not all, you know, Hollywood perfect. Um, but they have one thing in common. They're absolutely all beautiful. And on, on my website... Uh, com. moms post their bellies, their bare bellies, on the message boards, on their profile pages. They are proud of those bellies, and they should be. A belly is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Now, you talk about it's beautiful and it's sexy, so, okay, here's the the, the next question. Having sex, we can, what, what about sex? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, You're going to be I've so sexy whole, and beautiful. Yeah. A whole expanded chapter on sex during pregnancy. And it can be, you know, it, it is what probably got you into this uh, pregnancy in the first place. Um, But you'll definitely notice ups and downs, so to speak, um, (laughs) in in desire, in libido. Um, You know, in in the first trimester, a lot of women are too queasy and too tired to even contemplate having sex. Um, And I think sometimes their partners are also afraid that they're going to hurt the baby. Exactly. And, And of course, during pregnancy, sex is, is... is almost always safe. As long as you've gotten the green light for those red light activities, you can go for it. Um, and, in fact, I, I discuss all the different kinds of sex and, uh, and uh, explain why each one of them is, is uh, you can go for them. But, and that's um, so important, ladies, because that's an important chapter, because I don't know, even though they talk about doctors being able to communicate with their patients, that's one area they don't do well at. And well, and you might be embarrassed to ask yeah. certain questions. Um, so it's all in there, including, you know, the sex toys and positions that you might be wondering about. Yeah, um, pregnant sex definitely requires a certain amount of gymnastics, especially in the, uh, in the last trimester. Yeah, but you have to be creative. You have to be creative, absolutely. You have to have a good sense of humor about it. A good sense of humor, a good sense of self. Go and buy Heidi's book because it's great. We have 30 seconds left. What to expect when you're expecting. And the website is what to expect when you're expecting.com. It's what to expect.com. What to expect.com. Heidi Murkoff, great having you on the show this morning. Thank you. Yeah, terrific book. Thanks so much.
You've been listening to Catherine Zox with Lauren Beller. Lauren, we got to say goodbye. We do have 30 seconds left to say goodbye. Voice America Women's Network. I'm your social worker with a microphone. Hope you had a good time today. We did. Have a great week, and uh, we'll see you next Thursday.